0: This episode of Calm, Cool, and Connected is brought to you by Bridgeside Medical Clinic, Chesapeake Integrated Behavioral Healthcare, and Edgar Casey's ARE. Now more than ever, we have an opportunity to be a positive force in the world, to help heal the divide, to treat each other and ourselves with respect. But with so many tools out there, from meditation to physical training, proper nutrition, therapy, and so many others, we all need a little help navigating all the options. Join us as we share in depth information, insights, and thought provoking discussions that will help answer your questions about how to stay calm, cool, and connected during these times. Welcome to Calm, Cool, and Connected, your guidebook to peace of mind. Hello, and welcome to Calm, Cool, and Connected. I'm your host, Dr. Elizabeth Fedrick. Developmental psychologists suggest that identity formation is one of the most profound experiences that an individual experiences throughout the lifespan and that really this is an ongoing process that's influenced and evolves based on contextual life experiences. Our next guest, Dr. Lisa Marie Del Rio, is a psychologist who specializes in helping clients with healing and strengthening their identity. Dr. Del Rio is here to talk with us about what exactly is identity and why it's so important. Hi, Dr. Del Rio. Welcome. Great to be here. It's so good to have you. Thank you for joining us. Before we jump in, let's talk
1: a little bit about yourself.
0: Uh, Tell us a little bit about the work that you do in the mental health field.
1: So I became a psychologist in 2013. My own journey has actually taken me to all different facets of psychology. So I started out in forensics. I moved over to addiction. I moved into trauma. And then all of my experiences, personal and professional, led me to this conceptualization of identity. It's pretty powerful for me.
0: Okay. Yeah. So that is, so it sounds like this has been a whole evolution for yourself to get to very specifically what you're, you're doing, what you're supposed to be doing. It sounds like you were taken on that journey.
1: Very much. I think a lot of us who are psychologists and in the helping profession, a lot of what we end up treating people, it's really based on our own personal experiences. And it's such a deep journey of self-connection that then translates into the therapeutic relationship with all the people who honor me by sitting across from me.
0: Absolutely. I wholeheartedly agree with that. So let's start by talking about how would you describe identity? It's such a just broad term. How would you break that down for our viewers?
1: Identity is really this unique set of characteristics, attitudes, values, our personal principles, and then motivating forces that combine to create this person that we are and nobody else it is so specific when you combine all of these features of who you are that literally it cannot be repeated by another human being
0: and why do you think that identity is so important like what what about identity is so just profound for an individual
1: that is a great question and it's really the most fundamental question of, of our lives isn't it this question of Who am I? We spend our entire lives trying to answer this huge question. And I think the reason why it is so important is because our identity is the thing that's going to connect us to our destiny, which is what we were put on this earth to do. And our destiny, our purpose in life is really the thing that's going to create fulfillment long term. So we think that it's going to come from a partner or a fancy car or a beautiful house or the way that we look or our fitness ability. And those are all counterfeit forms of identity that never fill us up because once you discover the truth of who you are, you know what you were put on this earth to do. And that is the thing that creates the fulfillment that we've been seeking for our entire lives. Can you elaborate a little
0: bit on that term counterfeit forms of identity? Tell me me more about what you mean by that.
1: So counterfeit forms of identity are all of these fraudulent representations of a true established sense of self. So a lot of us adopt or carry, bring into our species, you know, a understanding of the self that is just counterfeit. So anything that creates a false sense of understanding. So that could include money or relationships or children or uh, fitness is really huge today, and that seems to be what people are wanting the world to know about them. Also, like our hobbies for women, beauty. We seek beauty, and that becomes the sense of self that we want the world to see about us. Also, political crusades seems to be really relevant today. We attach ourselves to these political crusades to give us life, to give us meaning, but it's just, it's counterfeit, and it it comes and goes, and it's not consistent. We really want to build our relationship with ourself or our self-understanding off of things that can never be taken away from us. So that would be personal values, principles, our understanding of the world, our spirituality, our relationships, the way that we connect to other people, really who we are on a deep level that it doesn't matter where I put you. You know, if I put you in Europe or Antarctica or right here in Virginia Beach, you actually be the same person in every arena.
0: So do these character forms of identity, then, do they lead to
1: identity crises? Are they at all connected to that? So the term identity crisis, I think it was mostly brought in from developmental psych. and We think, some, you know, when, we're, when we learn to be a psychologist, we think that identity crisis is really only experienced during the teenage years when we're really trying to figure out who we are. But I think for the reality is most of us spend our entire lives in a crisis. And when we adopt these counterfeit forms of identity, we might have everything on paper. You know, we might have the partner, the perfect job, everything on the outside, but we still just feel absolutely empty. And I think that that's crisis where we're really looking at things in our world and things that are surrounding us and and really having a deep understanding. Like, I don't think this is filling me up anymore. Okay. And I think that's the crisis that a lot of us are experiencing today when we attach ourselves to counterfeit forms of identity that can be lost in an instance. So I think an identity crisis comes from this understanding that I've lost certain things. So like when you work with athletes, when all of a sudden they receive an injury and they can't do the thing that they've always known because they put so much of who they are into this ability. And then when it's lost in an instant. That this existential crisis comes out. Who am I if I cannot have this thing? And sure. I think a lot of us are operating like this, and it does produce a sense of emptiness. And I think that's where the the crisis then comes from.
0: Absolutely, that makes sense. Even thinking about the work that we do with empty nesters or with you know these individuals who have uh, people who go into retirement. The science of happiness is one of my favorite books, and they they talk a lot in that about when you go into retirement, and that was your identity your whole life. Because to your point, there wasn't work put into like really knowing who you are
1: at your core. It's more about what you do and not who you are. That is so, so true. And I think most of us spend our entire lives trying to answer that question.
0: Yeah, absolutely. So how do you help your clients work to heal their identity? So if somebody comes in, you can you can very much tell that it is there's some Carpet identity going on. How do you help them heal that?
1: The first step really is this therapeutic relationship. You have to find a guide because a lot of us are too close to the problem. We can't see our way out. So you're right that finding a guide is the number one step to identity consolidation. When you work with somebody who really struggles with who they are, what you have to start off with is removing all of the messages that we received from maybe early parent figures, past relationships, maybe society messages about the self that are really not for us to carry. And a guide will help you figure out what is in alignment with who you are and what needs to be discarded or reworked. So a lot of us, as we age, we attach ourselves to these messages of, I'm unworthy, or I need to do this or be this in order to receive love. And all of that gunk in the way is actually blocking your ability to have a deep understanding of who you are. So a guide will really help you clean that up, process who you are. And a lot of psychologists like to do um, personality assessments or bring in different um, modalities to organize it. But then there's really this process of combining all the parts of the self Synthesizing it into one being where somebody starts like really operating out of this blueprint that they who they really truly are before any trauma happened to them, before the world told you who you should be, baby, before somebody broke your heart, before you got abandoned, before you lost yourself in your career. Who were you before all of that? And a guide will help you realign to the blueprint of your authenticity.
0: I love that. And that's absolutely when we go back to those it pores of identity, that that makes sense, right? Because when you're sent the message throughout early childhood of you have to perform for love or you have to caretake for love or whatever those messages that are sent, that often is then how it manifests in adulthood. And so, I, I mean, that's a beautiful point that when we can figure out, OK, but you are so worthy prior to all that. You're worthy just because you exist. Yeah. That's a really powerful message to heal that identity.
1: I think so. The number one reason why a lot of us lose our identity is because we've lost our sense of connection to our emotions on a very basic level. So as mm-hmm. we age, we have to invalidate ourselves or abandon what we feel in order to maintain the ultimate need, which is attachment and acceptance and connection. Yes. Yes. And- Little pieces of us just drop off or have to get abandoned so that we can have the higher need met, which is connection. And a psychologist or a guide will help you to reattach to all these lost pieces so that you can have the thing that you really want, which is fulfillment and real connection because of who you are, not because of who you pretended to be.
0: Absolutely. I tell my clients that so often that all of us are really working to avoid rejection and abandonment. Those are our biggest fears and pretty much all behaviors are motivated by that. And so you're exactly right. That connection is crucial. Thank you so much for being here. Where can our um, viewers find out more about you? Our social media website?
1: Through my Instagram, which is Dr. Lisa Marie Del Rio.
0: Okay, perfect. Well, thank you so much, Dr. Del Rio. It's great having you. You too. Bye now. Bye. And thank you all for tuning into this episode of Calm, Cool, and Connected. Please make sure to find us on Facebook and Instagram and also make sure to rate and subscribe to our podcast so that others can discover our content as well. Thank you again for joining us on this episode of Calm, Cool, and Connected.